Hey everyone, this is Litzy and Angie of Collective Shades, and you're listening to Girls We Know. On Family FM, recording inside Canal Street Radio. Episode five. (laughs) (laughs) I almost forgot. I'm like, what is that? (laughs) It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, Welcome back, everyone, to Happy New Year. Year. Um, We're so excited to be back and recording here with um, the listening party um, team. Yes. So, yeah, we're going to dive right in into just, you know, it's going to be a wild card kind of episode. We don't have um, a guest today, so you just have us. You just (laughs) can listen to us talk and chat. And ramble. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what do we want to talk about today? Okay, honestly, this is what week three of, no, is this week two, technically? I guess it's week two, yeah. Two of 2019, and I feel like so much shit has happened already. Already. In specific with like R. Kelly, like first and foremost. I know. Did you watch the um, docuseries? I did. The whole thing? I did, start to finish. Wow. Okay, so I only watched the first full, the first episode in full. The second episode, I, I kind of like half watched. Yeah. And so did the third episode. And then I stopped after the third. I didn't, I didn't continue with it, but it's just insane to me that this man is out there but and that's like the crazy thing because obviously like before this docuseries we all knew like I mean we were growing up kind of like when the trial happened but you still knew of like you know the allegations that were against him and but to see um like how he was raised and him him and his younger brother actually being molested to my knowledge, because an a interview came out with mm-hmm. his younger brother, I think his, his name is Carrie, I'm forgetting, but he said that it was his older sister that was actually molesting him, which is it's, really, it's, it's, that's it's sad. so sad. So his, it was his younger brother that came out and said that. Yeah. So his younger brother, was he the one that said in the um, episode that he actually told R. Kelly? Yes. And R. Kelly said not to say anything yeah so that's probably why because it happened to him by his older sister you know exactly. it could be you know we don't know what, what's really and it's happened, like but if you think about it it's like well damn like what kind of mental state was his sister in for you to you're attracted to your little brothers or like just even being in a scenario like like that with your younger brothers is crazy yeah. to me i mean i feel like a lot of the times too that stuff happens um especially within the family because it happened to you right just like so R. Kelly's doing that shit because it happened to him and who knows what could happen to her right and it's not making it okay but who knows what that girl would have went through when she was little who would have done it to her if it happened to her because that's it's sick yeah and but and it's like it shows you because honestly there's people who things like that have happened to and they're okay and then there's obviously cases like this where it kind of like it molds your mind as a kid, like, because obviously you're very impressionable. Mm-hmm. And he even said it in a documentary. He made the comment. He was just like, you know, that happened to me at such a young age. And it kind of like awakened these thoughts that I really shouldn't have had so young. Right. And it's like for him to say that, it's just like, so no one thought, no one thought that this was not like, that this was a problem or this was going to be a problem. Because he had so many people, like, yes, he's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, we're never going to take away what he did. But he also was, he had so much help. Mm-hmm. So much help. Yeah, I mean, his whole team behind him, his, from his, you know, managers to his his whole crew, his dancers. Yeah. Everybody knew what was happening. So it's kind of like, it's 
it's just everybody's me, to blame everybody's to blame it makes me so mad that you know i'm glad that everybody's speaking up but at the same time y'all are only speaking up because you're guilty you exactly. feel guilty like now you feel guilty about everything that you were letting rock before because you were getting a check right so and then like even yeah i see like tang and all these celebrities like they're speaking out now too but it's like I'm pretty sure you heard this mm -hmm. years ago. Right. I mean, we we all knew that tape existed. Of we him it, we with that all, exactly. 13, what was she, 13, 14? Yeah. Like, we, I, I was in high school when that happened. Right. I think I was in ninth grade, maybe. Yeah. I was a freshman, I think, when that happened. And I remember it vividly still because I was in school and like me and my badass little friends we just like <laughs> <laughs> decided to like cut school well we went to school and we like left early and we all went back to my house sorry mom um <laughs> she actually caught me <laughs> i was like it was a half day no <laughs> but, but um yeah we went back to my house and it was just me and a whole bunch of like friends and one of our friends had the tape and he was like oh, I got the tape, I got the tape. And he's like, do you guys want to watch it? And I was like, no, no, that's like, I don't want to see that. And at the time I was so, I was such a tomboy in high school. So I was so also very like, I guess, young yeah. minded. Like I just didn't want to hear about those things. Yeah. I didn't want to know anything about sex or anything like that when I was in high school. I was just so, I was so innocent, not innocent, but I had a very like, yeah. young like mind. So I just didn't, I didn't want to see it. And, um, well, well no, shit, how'd he get the tape? I don't know. I don't know how he got it. Um, but we nobody ended, nobody at my house ended up seeing it. Yeah. But I remember he was like, I have the tape. Like, I have it. Like, I, I don't know how he got Maybe he recorded it or something. Maybe. I'm sure it was yeah. like everywhere at that point. But, um, yeah, he, <clears throat> he had the tape. So I remember that day. And then it was just... And it was just kind of those things. Like, it was wild. But I was also... What was I think I was like 12 or 13 yeah. so it wasn't yeah it was sick but I was also 13 that I didn't know what so it doesn't to make. affect you yeah, the same it's like I didn't know what to make of it even though I knew this girl was I knew this girl was my age right but it was just so strange that it just didn't it just didn't click to me that that's such a fucked up thing to do right because i still continue to listen to his music when i was in high school Shit, like ignition did. and like feeling on your booty and all that stuff i didn't you know i was still <laughs> listening to r kelly like when fiesta fiesta that was my shit i know <laughs> oh my god T yo that tp2 album is fucking amazing so it's i just, hate it's, to say that I, it's just i mean it's just like I, I can't take away his talent and his music and the hits that he gave us but he's, it's unfortunate that it's, it's sad and it's yeah. unfortunate and it's sick yeah that, you know that this like re this realistically overshadows how talented he is exactly and it, it's really unfortunate because you know, like people were having that that uh, you know that debate a few weeks ago about like who's the king of R and B, and he was yes, honestly up there. He was. But this people alone were, is like people were saying R Kelly yeah. in the comments. Like people were saying R Kelly is the this king of alone. Like it's like oof, you make it very hard, and it's like, and you know, I also had this conversation with my mom too, and she was just saying she's like, yeah, you know, like I get everybody saying. Um, to mute R Kelly, but like that doesn't really do much because it's like he has to be dealt with. You can't just only mute his music and think that like it's gonna be okay. You had like it has to be more than just mute R. Kelly. Like yeah. what are what are we doing now? People stop after this. Yeah, people have to like stop going to his shows. Exactly. Stop, like stop supporting him in appearances. 
um he needs to go to jail first of all like that's number one but um i just saw a post yesterday i think um where he made an appearance and women were just shouting out for his birthday yeah okay that was his birthday birthday and there were so many women supporting him there that's so fucking sad and it sucks because you know it's i hate to say it but like literally it's all minorities in the crowd yeah that's that's really all it was yeah I don't think I saw one, like, white woman in the crowd. There probably was, but not that many. Right. But it's like, you see the difference, like, culturally. Mm-hmm. I feel like with, we, I don't know. It's almost like you, you we're, we're almost as accepting and, like, forgiving R. Kelly for whatever reason. Yeah. Because it's like, I, I keep seeing, like, these posts and it's like, damn, they're like, people are really defending him. They're like, well, what about Elvis? Well, what about Michael Jackson? Well, what about this? And it's like, but we talking about R. Kelly. Right. This is who we're talking about right now in this moment. We talking about R. Kelly, the one that peed on a 14-year-old girl. That's who we talking about right now. We're not talking yeah. about Elvis. Yeah, he's dead. So is Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> like, What are we going to do with him? Right, exactly. Like, yeah. and even like another, like Ebro. Oh, I, you know, I can't stand Ebro. Everybody that knows me knows that he has just been on my shit list for the <laughs> longest time. I don't care. I don't care. He don't and know me, so I could say right. it. <laughs> if I become popping one day, you, you, I'll let you know still. <laughs> but like, I really had, I had an issue with that. You know, you came so hard. Granted, I don't really know the whole backstory behind um, Kodak Black and like his whole sexual assault case or whatever. Yeah, I don't know it. But I'm not very knowledgeable in that either. He, I, I did see the interview that he did with Kodak Black and he went so hard and talk, you know, kind of getting really aggressive and like, you know, we take sexual assault seriously. But then R. Kelly comes out with, mm-hmm. you know, this docuseries comes out and you're tweeting about how you can separate, you know. The artist from the music. Exactly. And that's a problem. Well, he's a piece of shit. Because sexual assault is sexual assault. Right. And these are young women that we were talking about. They were babies. Women of color at that. Yeah. Now, do you think that, um, kind of going back to your point earlier of why he's, why you know so many minorities and you know women are su- supporting him still do you think that we not say forgiving or maybe kind of like pretend it's not happening close our eyes to it because there's so m- there's not that not to say that there's not that many but because there's not like we want to see our own making it yeah you know we want to see our own people striving and making it and like you know be great that we're that we tend to you know, forgive or I not think be as hard on them? I think so, but I'm also thinking about, um, like, Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. And I think with, like, with Bill Cosby and, like, R. Kelly, they have become such a major part of our culture that mm-hmm. is not necessarily that we're forgiving, but it's really hard to let what they did for us and, like, how they made us feel in that time, yeah. like to like give the Cosby that up. Show. Exactly. And yeah, and our I really, music. I feel like that's more so what it is, because like I can separate, you know, the art from like the person. Yeah. But I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I definitely like if I'm listening to iTunes music radio and R. Kelly comes on, it's definitely hard for me to like skip it. Skip it because I grew up on that song. Yeah. But as you listen to the song, it's like hard to listen to. I'm like, all right, well, this is what the hell you was talking about. This is like weird for me to listen to. But then it's like, it kind of brings back that nostalgia of growing up yeah. when he dropped these hits. And it's like, shit. I know, it sucks. 
I th- I feel like that's more so what it is that it's just like it's hard for people to just give it up. Yeah. But it's like you also have to because I just think about if this was like my daughter, right. my kid, my family member. Right. I I would hope that, you know, when I have kids and um, if God blesses me with a daughter that I have the relationship with her where if anything remotely even close or anything bad at all were to happen or is happening to her for her to come tell me yeah you know i would love to i i would want to build that relationship because a lot of a lot of people don't have it and yeah they may have great relationships with their parents but a lot of the times kids are scared right and to to go to their parents or to go to a family member like this is happening to me especially if it's between your family you're even more scared because you're like what does that mean you don't know what that means you're a child like you don't know what that means you don't know if you're doing something bad like you you think it's your fault or you don't you just don't know i think that's what makes it worse too when it's I mean, it's worse when you're at, when you're in a situation like that. But when it comes from a family member, it's hard because then it's just you think about like, what is this going to do to my family? You're not exactly. thinking about like, I should fucking tell because yeah. he touched me. Yeah, you're yeah, like you're not thinking about that. What is this going to do to us as a family? Mm-hmm. And that's crazy that even as a kid you realize that. Yeah. When you think about it, you can't process shit else, but but that you know that yeah. this could be- really be some shit. Yeah, because I I think also because like us like as as you know people of color like i think and and immigrants you know we, we grow up with family you know family being so strong yeah like you have nothing but your family and even till you're damn near 40 50 years old you know it's like family first all the time yeah so i think that's why a lot of the times you know when you are a kid and if something like that happens to you you don't want to say anything because like you said, all you can think about is what is this going to do f- to my family? Yeah. How is this going to affect my family? You don't think about yourself. You don't right. think about like, like I'm going through some crazy shit right now. I need to say something. Right. You think about your family. You think about your mom. You think yes. about your dad. You think about like that. I don't know that person. Like it's, it's insane. That's sad. Yeah. It's I'm like, sad. I, I don't know. And like, I don't ever want to take away from like the victims and like what they went through. I just, I think this whole docuseries was just extremely sad because I think so many people were affected in so many different ways, including R. Kelly yeah. and his family. Mm-hmm. And that's never to take away from what he did. But you kind of see because I, I like I vaguely listened to the interview that he did with his um, his younger brother did where he was saying that it was his sister. But he did say something along the lines of like his sister was telling him like they they kept them in separate rooms. And it's like it sounds like the behavior that she did is what R. Kelly is doing now. Mm-hmm. So, like, he, like, picked up on this. So, it's, like, you, you kind of see, like, <clears throat> how he took all of that and he ran with it. Mm-hmm. And then because all of these people enabled him, mm-hmm. he feels like it's okay. And I just hope he gets dealt with. I hope so, too. Jail time, psychiatric ward, I don't care, but it's, it's time. Yeah, it needs to be taken care of. And mute R. Kelly is just, that's not the end-all, be-all. No, yeah. Canceling, it's, it's not like muting like no yeah something bigger has to happen right damn it's crazy i mean i can remember too just like even being a teenager and being in high school like i had friends um that dated older guys i know which is so weird and i at the time i didn't think it was weird and i don't know why 
I don't know if it, because I was a teenager and yeah. I was just like, what I don't care yeah. kind of thing. But now thinking about it, that shit is nasty. And then it's like, I don't know, maybe it's like kind of like fucked up to say, but it's like, I, like I keep hearing people say that and yeah, like it, it is like nasty, but then it's like some of them are not. I guess like they're not like being peed on or like they're not being like you know, like I feel I don't know I feel like that's kind of like fucked up for me to say that but like I get it's not different but it is at the same time I I understand I don't I guess like I don't I don't know but I yeah. also think it depends on like how, how young are we talking you know what I mean like yeah um I'm trying to think I think I was I was definitely still going to Atlantic City High School so I want to say I was a sophomore at the time and you know one of my close girlfriends she was dating this older guy and she was a very mature for her age too yeah. like she was two years older than me so i was like what maybe 15 well 15 so she was 16 17 um and she was dating this guy and i can't tell you how old he was but he was older like like uh, me like 20s oh okay then that that's a little that's different if we're talking, I'm thinking like if you're talking about like still in the teens, like maybe 18, 19, okay, 20, maybe, like maybe. No, I don't think he was 20. I think he was like mid 20s. No, that's different. Yeah, he that's was, weird. I don't think he was like 20. That's like a, a fresh grown 20 man. Old. He was definitely a grown because I remember he was like drinking and we would. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I, I remember that. I remember like we in the summertime, like we used to go to like because he lived like literally a few streets down from where she lived. Yeah. So. He was this Greek guy. So he was praying on her. He was praying on her. He was this Greek guy. And it, at the time, it was just like so, I don't know. It was just, str- it's just strange to say because we were chilling at his house and like he was just, you know, you know, telling jokes yeah. and, you know, having a conversation. He was like a, you know, a fun guy. To, I remember he was a fun guy to be around, but he was just like joking around all the time. He never seemed disrespectful. He never yeah. seemed. And I think that's why some people say like it, it ends up being case to case because mm-hmm. it's like well yeah. he treated her good but then it's like you yeah. look at it like okay he, well, why were you looking at little girl yeah, she was a little girl she had to be like 16 like 17 probably definitely not 18 because we were i was a sophomore she was a sophomore too i know she like was a year yeah a year and a half older than me um but he was damn near in his mid-20s and it's it's gross even though it was like yeah at the time like we were dumb and like just stupid hanging around this guy and he oh he was fun he's like jokey joke but no like that shit is and i think that's what it is when you're at that age you don't necessarily think it's a problem until you get older and shit like this happens and you're like and you think about like when you were growing up like wait a minute Mm -hmm. that's actually not fucking normal yeah i think that's what it is because you're like so young and you just you just want to be all out and everything and I think that's more so what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I I, ugh. I don't know. It's it's tough. It is. It's t- but I th- I also think that that's just how this industry is. Mm-hmm. I just feel like a lot of men date young. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of you know our celebrity you know favorites, a lot of our yeah. artists that we love, they've all done fucked up shit. I'm sure every all of them absolutely have you know dated or you know fucked a teenager because a lot of the times these you know teenagers are sneaking in the right sneaking in the club and not saying it's okay you know or saying oh they didn't know but still you know like you're sneaking into clubs you're sneaking right. into concerts you're trying to get backstage because that's your favorite artist and i know it's you got to be careful we live in different times now 
than we did back then. It's not so easy to just get away with stuff. Right. This whole Me Too movement yeah. and I think also a lot of people are more conscious. Yeah, now absolutely. Than you know when we were growing up. So absolutely. Yeah, idea, and I, I, you know, and another thing that I, I also think like especially with like men, um, they love dating these younger women just because it's it's realistically easier to manipulate them. You could tell mm-hmm. them to do whatever. Yeah, especially if it's a lot older guy. Dating exactly. Young, young woman. Yeah. Young and they, girl. you know. A lot of the young girls, like, they're, they're like, no, like, you know, he's putting me on. He's teaching me. It's like, mm-hmm. but is he really? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, honestly, it's, so, it's definitely like an ego boosting, I feel like, for the men, too. Because they're like, yeah, you know, I, got this I told her this. I put her on. You know, I did this for her. I did that for her. Yeah. I think that's a lot of, it's a, it's a sick industry. It really is. You hear that it's a dark industry all the time. And I really think that it is. And, like, just think about the shit that we don't know. I know. I don't even want to know. I mean, I do, but I know, like I, I do, but I'm like, like am I, I ready for it? Am I ready to just? Are we ready? I honestly, it? I wouldn't be shocked at this yeah. point. You hear so many things. I just really wouldn't be shocked, mm-hmm. and I don't put anything past anybody. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that interview? Um, well, I didn't. I didn't listen to it, but I saw or I heard that Charlemagne, I think, gave Nick Cannon or something donkey the day. I can't. I could be no. wrong. I could be making this up but i did <laughs> <laughs> i did hear him on the breakfast club talking about nick cannon because he has some um series like some yeah it's like a youtube series like a youtube series okay and he had um who did he have on there that he asked um them about foxy brown dame and dash dame dash and jay-z and he was like why don't you really ask me what you want to ask yeah you know he was like stirring the pot why did he even talk you the day huh why did he give Nick Cannon Donkey of the Day? I don't know if he gave him Donkey of the Day. I just know that he was talking about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did list, I did uh, watch it. It's actually really good. Uh, Dame is like a hit or miss for me. I, yeah. you know, Dame, he could, he's just a very aggressive, like, interviewer. But mm-hmm. I, I think that he has a good heart and I think he means well. Yeah. Um. Nick was basically asking him what everybody wanted to know. He was asking him about Aaliyah. Uh huh. You know, he was like a die. He was like, he loved her. He did. Still to this day. Um, and he was just asking, apparently, I've never heard this, so I don't really know, you know, to the extent of this, but I guess Jay Z was messing with Foxy Brown when she first came out. When she was, and she was very young. She was like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. But was he really? I mean, who knows? But That's why I'm like, I don't really know. Yeah, I think it's more so of like a speculation. Because she she had come out and said a while ago that they never had anything to do each other. I mean, I feel like they only know what really exactly. happened. Like, we would never know. And the n- next person closest to that to ask would be Dame. Because yeah. that was his right hand back then. Yeah. That's so fucked up of Nick Cannon to do that, though. I know, because you kind of, like, put him on the spot. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, he did get aggressive, but I also think he handled it well. He's like, I don't know. He's like, ask him. Like, he's like, you asking the wrong person. Yeah. Which is true. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he did get into the whole thing um, with, like, ask it with Ali. And he was just, he said that, you know, when he was dating her, he asked her what happened, and she never wanted to go into it. And I guess people brought up, well, um, Jade had that fiesta or whatever and R. Kelly was like in the video mm-hmm. and Dame was also in the video mm-hmm. and he was like you never saw us in the same scene together mm-hmm. like he was like I didn't speak to a homie like nothing 
And then he made a comment. He was just like, you know, um, which I don't know. I'm like, I again, like, I don't know any of this backstory, but he did say something with like, you know, how Jay used to like, Jay used to like Aaliyah. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of like a known thing. And then he started to work with R. Kelly. Mm. Which I, I don't know. Because he wanted to get closer to Aaliyah. But this is after he was messing with Aaliyah. Dame was messing with Aaliyah at this point. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, that whole story is just kind of, like, weird to me because it's, like, Dame and Jay were, like, best friends. Yeah. Aaliyah was with Jay first. Then she kind of went to Dame. They were going to get married. Yeah. And then him messing with R. Kelly. Like, Jay going, like, you know, dealing with R. Kelly. I'm pretty sure he heard what happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The whole thing is, like, it ma- it really makes you wonder. He yeah. didn't go into detail. And, of course, I wouldn't if I was him because that's just, that's kind of, like, in the past. And if Jay's not speaking on it, Damn, just let it, you yeah. kind of, yeah, just kind of, like, let it be. But it, it does make you think, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, that whole situation and how things happen is kind of weird. Yeah. Especially for them to be, um like close friends back then and it makes you wonder is that the reason for them falling out because mm. i think about that all the time especially now yeah i really wonder like i, f- I feel like it had to do a, a big part in them falling out with other stuff too of yeah. course business yeah but a lot of things could have happened and it's funny that charlamagne is talking on it because charlamagne also has a sexual assault yes a few years ago though i don't know about it too much but i did hear something about yeah. it. I think I heard it or saw it on Twitter or something. Um, but he always is very outspoken on. He also. is. I was. Res- I do respect him for that. Yeah. I personally, I love him. Mm-hmm. I've like learned to love him. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was very ignorant at first. Yeah. And I think he's even said it too. Yeah. Um, like I've grown as an interviewer and like you know just learning, you know more things and like going into you know whatever topic you know yeah absolutely but i do i definitely do respect him and i love that he is so um like you know respectful and um i can't even think of the word i think he's trying to do i think he's you know trying to be a better man yeah and i think he's doing that very well yeah i think he's learning and he's growing yeah as a person and, and I, think I think a lot of that too is because he has daughters yeah. I feel like that always mm-hmm. helps. Sometimes. Yeah, true. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> but I definitely think that helps. And I love that, you know, on the radio show, any chance that he gets, he's always pushing, you know, women of color mm-hmm. to be their best. Yeah. And I respect that. I do, too. Because a lot of people don't use their platform for that. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I respect that. Um, I will say he's one of the few men. Yeah. Because then you have men like the video I showed you with Peter. Yes. Uh, Thomas or Thompson, whatever, of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay. So, yeah, I don't I don't watch the show and I don't know too much about it. But you we literally were just talking about it five minutes ago outside yeah. um, before we came in. I think I see. I, I, I know who he is. I think he was married to Cynthia Bailey. I'm, I totally could be fucking this up. I don't remember. But I know he was on the show. Um, and he had the video when he was basically saying, like, talking about wigs and how, okay. you know, if you're darker than him, you don't need to be in a blonde wig. Like, it looks fucked up. And he went into, like, this whole spiel. Well. Right. 
let's peel back the layers on this. Um, okay, so he was saying that if you're darker than him, you shouldn't be wearing blonde wigs. Yeah, and then he made the comment, he was just like, you know, um, and then you pass the people whose hair that is, and they look at you and they laugh at you. What? I gotta look this man up. And who was he married to? He was married to Cynthia Bailey, I think. Is she a, she's a housewife? Of yeah, them. she was like a... Um, I was going to say a vintage model, but she was a model for back in the day. Oh. <laughs> a vintage model. She <laughs> And I like, I hear this and I feel like it's this like whole topic with like women, mm-hmm. especially like women of color and like wigs has mm-hmm. become like a big thing. Like Meek Mill had like all these tweets about it. Oh yeah. I saw that too. I would, I didn't go into that. I've been trying to stay off social media um, a lot. So, but I did. I did catch a few tweets of like him talking about wigs and I'm like, what is going on? Like, I mean, granted he wasn't as disrespectful. Yeah. Um, but that's like when Kodak black was like, said something about, oh he doesn't God. like dark women. Yeah. Which I, I like, I, that was just the dumbest shit ever. He's so ugly. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> if you want to know the truth, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, are you are like, seriously? Yeah. But then, and, and it just makes me think like, where do you think as a man that you even have the right to say, right. And, like, I, I absolutely understand that men have preferences. Yes, we all have preferences. And that's that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. But how you said it and how you say things yeah, is... It could come off disrespectful. It could come off prejudice and damn near racist, depending on who you are. Right. Because I... Not that I hear it a lot, but I've heard it definitely, you know, in the past or... I don't know. Pa- I I know that I've heard it from, you know, Hispanic, yeah. you know, Latino men saying that they don't like black women. Yeah. And OK, you have a preference. You want to date someone, right. you know, you know, that is Latina also. Um, but, you know, Latina is not really a race. So yeah. if you, you want to date someone that's light skinned, that's yeah. fine. You know, that's your preference. But for you to say, I'm sorry, but I don't like black women or, you know, I don't know maybe some maybe even go even further and say something even more disrespectful yeah like you're a racist right against your own culture yeah that's and it's it's crazy because that's it really be your own people it it is yeah and like the nerve and not even him just talking about Harris. like you just hear those comments from men a lot Mm -hmm. on what women should be doing and how they like if I want to spend my money on a fucking wig, I'm going to do it. Right. It's my money. Don't don't talk to me. Don't date me. Don't look at me. I would never let a man tell me what and I what I can and cannot wear. Right. Exactly. I don't care even if you bought it for me. Exactly. Or you gave me the money to buy it. Right. You're not going to tell me. You can say I don't like it. Exactly. That's yes. fine. Exactly. You mean like I don't like it. I'm like, okay, it's fine. You don't have to like it. You know, <laughs> you could, you know, you could crack jokes. Right. Exactly. You know, you but could, don't be disrespectful. Right. That's yeah. when you kind of like have to draw the line. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but they just feel like they can say these things. And it also makes me wonder, like, I'm, um, did do you talk to your mother like this? Right. And also, who? so he said he doesn't like black women darker than him in blonde wigs. Has he not seen um, <laughs> Little Kim and how popular right. she was with her blonde hair? That's a hair? fact. That's a fact. And I don't know what other, I mean, there's so, so many YouTube, you know, artists, like, you know, YouTube people and models and yes. everyone. Like, 
it's they look beautiful and but not even that even for you to say black as fuck that's rude is like that alone like i just i just like my my switch just flipped yeah like what black as fuck yeah and like to like you know keep going is mm-hmm. like who raised you right yeah it's a sad it's sad i mean is it do you think also it could be a lot of self-hate i definitely think that Mm-hmm. I absolutely think um, it's a lot of self-hate. I think it has, I, I always say it goes back to just how you were, how you grew up, mm-hmm. you know, how you were raised, the people that you were surrounded with, the things that you heard growing up Yeah. that you probably think is okay. Yeah. Cause you know, you, when I feel like when you, when you become an adult, like you're able to kind of like build, have your own mindset, but your mindset has a foundation. And that foundation could be sometimes be detrimental. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, depend. I really think, and you know, the biggest thing is the people you surround yourself with. Absolutely. And also, you know, you could be surrounded by good people, but a lot of times your friends won't won't be the ones to check you. Exactly. And they just laugh. They just laugh. They think you're joking around. They think you're being funny. They, it's like, no, you got to check your friends. Yeah. Because. A lot of the times it's us too you know i know i'm pretty sure i've said some fucked up shit you know or right. been rude to a friend or been mean to a friend you know and i and you know you check me that's fine let's talk about it yeah. you know make me become a better person make me you know i want to learn more I agree. and you know be be better after this um but a lot of times people don't don't check their friends when they're saying something rude something mean something racist um especially i feel like you know for me like I, you know i'm i'm a non-black person of color so so for me to just let another friend of mine who you know is a person of color but non-black just rock and say something racist like no that's not that's not gonna fly around me yeah you know and you gotta you gotta check people you gotta you know people have to stop being afraid of checking your friends they're your friends 2018 we check it everybody (laughs) 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 but i think yeah i think sorry i think um I think that's what it is. Like, you really, you just can't let things slide. Mm-hmm. Um, when you let people slide with things, they feel like it's okay and that right. they can continue to joke with you like this because mm-hmm. you're never going to say anything. You're letting, yep. You're like, letting people. I could joke with her like this. She ain't never going to check me. Right. <laughs> like, who, who? Or they think you're you're agreeing and you're like, yeah. you don't care. Yeah. I forgot who said it. It was someone on the um, Real Highs of Atlanta. I like catch a glance. She's like, who going to check me, boo? <laughs> who going to check me? <laughs> and it's true like they're gonna keep being around you if you're never gonna say anything to them mm-hmm. you gotta yeah. nip that shit in the butt so right. then you know yeah. like listen we could still be friends absolutely but you're gonna watch what you say yeah or you're gonna learn from it or you're exactly gonna, i'm gonna tell you this is what you're saying is wrong and, and this, this is, is wh- why exactly it's wrong, you know because they might not know it's wrong that's true and that's sad to say because how old are we? But a lot of people, you know, a lot people of still times ignorant. people, yeah, people are so ignorant. People don't know. Honestly, that even goes for myself because I may say something that I really have no history on. Mm-hmm. I expect to be checked too. Like yeah. if I'm offending somebody, I would, you know, like help me help you. Yeah, yeah. Tell me. Yeah. yeah don't be rude because yeah. <laughs> tell me the correct way to say exactly. it. Like tell me how I should have worded it. Help exactly. Tell, you know. Because I don't want to be out here looking crazy. Exactly. Imagine, like, going somewhere else and saying that and someone really checking you. Yeah. 
I'm like, hold up. I, said, I definitely said this in front of my friend and she never said anything to me. Right. That would be so embarrassing. That goes back to a lot of the times um, for people. So we've had this conversation with like friend, a friend of mine, a friends of mine um, before, but that also ties back to people uh, who, who you let in your circle use the n-word yes. if you're non-black you know that that ties it back to that and it's like me i do not use that word and yeah. i don't and i don't let my friends that are of color but not black yeah use that word like you're not using that around me yeah and i don't even care if you know i have a friend who is black and they, they they're like oh you could say no i can't say it <laughs> <laughs> like, i can't I, no. <laughs> like, nor do I actually want to. Yeah. And I don't want to. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, and it's, no, I can't say that word. That's, no. Yeah. It's not a word for me to say. If you want, if you're okay with people saying it, that's fine. I can't, I can't tell you who you allow, you know, to use it. Yeah. Especially, you know, if I have a black friend and then they're, who they allow, that's not for me to, t- to check them because that's not a word for me, you know, to say or yeah. have an opinion, you know, an opinion on or anything. But I just know that I don't use that word. I don't, I cut it out of lyrics. You know, I, I've done my, yeah, when I was younger, you know, in high school or whatever, even in not so long ago either, I could say it three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, you say, it, like, you say it in a lyric when you're singing, right. a, when you're singing a song, but then you grow up and you're like, wait a second. <laughs> I can, I shouldn't be saying it. I can do a better job of just skipping that yeah. word, you know, and yeah. it's, it's effort, to be honest. It is. And whether you care or not to to do it. it really, I know for me, I, do, I don't say it a lot. I do say it. Um, but I'm also mindful of who I'm saying it around. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like, I, I just grew up hearing it. Like, my dad yeah. works in the industry. Like, that was just. But I'm also, like, I'm mindful of who I'm saying with what I do remember. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, I, the, honestly, this happened, like, a few months ago. <laughs> I was at work. <laughs> And someone had pissed me off so bad. And I was talking to my coworker. She's okay. So we sit like in a corner and it's me, um, my coworker. Uh, she's Spanish. Mm-hmm. And my other coworker, she sits behind me. She's white. And she wasn't in the conversation, but I know she could hear me. Yeah. And I don't know what I had said. I was like, yo, I was talking to my coworker. I was like, yo, this N word has me fucked up. <laughs> I was like, they really trying me here. <laughs> And I said it so loud and I like caught myself because yeah. I'm like, I'm at work. I'm like, you are bugging right now. And that's why I'm like, you just really have to be like mindful yeah. of who you're saying it around. Yeah. And that was like the one time I slipped and I was like, shit. <laughs> and I know for a fact she heard me, but it's yeah. like, what's she going to say to me? Yeah. She can't say anything to you. Right. Yeah. Granted, like, I mean, I shouldn't be saying the word, but if I wanted to, I have more of a right than you. Yeah, absolutely. But... <laughs> And it was like I said it, and I caught myself, and I just stopped talking after. I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but exactly, like it all goes back around to like what we allow. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, because I'm like I, I yeah, I really couldn't imagine anybody else saying it, even though like it's not like sometimes I guess depending on the context that you're using it in, like sometimes it could be even a little cringeworthy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 
it's still offensive at the end of the day, realistically, mm-hmm. what it all boils down to. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough word. It is. It is. Especially also because, you know, we live in New York and I hear the whole thing in on Twitter. Mostly I, I hear the whole argument about um, coming from Latin, you know, you know, Latinx people like, oh, but I grew up in New York. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from the Bronx. And that yeah. was just a word that we grew up saying. It. OK, well, now you're grown and you can learn unlearn how to say it right you know it's like, honestly speaking it's really not that hard to, to not say it it's really it's not that hard it's, it's not it's yeah. just like i know for me it's just you get around certain friends you're just chatting and like this shit just comes out but it's really not that hard to say it if you don't want to mm-hmm. exactly if you don't want to like if you care enough to you so know. like that argument i've heard people say that and i'm like that's such it's a not false, that hard yeah, yeah you just don't like, really want to try that's such a cop out exactly yeah they don't care you just yeah you just don't want to make the effort to stop saying it right right and that's just really like all it boils down to yeah you're just lazy mm-hmm. <laughs> and racist <laughs> right <laughs> against your own kind <laughs> okay so oh so another thing that we want to talk about um i know guys it's the new year but we we really y'all was coming for us yeah it is we want to talk about sin because I love Sin. I know, me too. She's funny. You know, I feel like she's so chill, down to earth. She has a good, you know, she, but she recently said something on the Lip Service podcast. And I didn't, li- I don't listen to that podcast. I used yeah. to, but it, yeah. kinda, it got kind of whack. Like, yeah. You know, um, it was just like the same. It was just like, I don't know. I didn't, I was uninterested after a while. Yeah. Um, but, you know, sometimes I'll catch it here and there. Um and I didn't listen to this episode, but I saw a snippet that someone posted where she said that black men cater to to Hispanic women. Um, Sin is. Do you know where she's from? Is she Dominican? I think I think so. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I don't want to say yes, but I think yeah, so. Because I don't I don't really know a lot about her. I just know her from yeah. the in, as you know, from the industry and, you know, now engaged to Joe Budden. Yeah. Um, but yes, Sin Santana. So she said that black men cater to Hispanic women. Now, I can't say that she's wrong. Right. Because, um, but I think just the way she said it. Yeah. Could have been a problem. Um, but I don't think that she's wrong. Um, I'm not saying that all black men you know again it's like it goes down to preference it goes down to preference um but just seeing it you know i can only relate it back to maybe like where i grew up and there was a lot of latina women yeah you know um and it's mostly a school where you just have all you have is latina women you know um latino men is like hispanic and black people yeah and a lot of the times you know you're dating interracially so that's what I can tie it back to. I'm not saying, you know, oh, black men, you know, all they want is Hispanic women. I'm right. not saying that. But I've seen it, you know, and you do see it how, you know, some people treat Hispanic women a little bit better. Yeah. Because, I don't know, they got the curves, they got the J-Lo, they got the J-Lo body, they got yeah. the, the light skin, the hair, like, like all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with, I mean... My thing with, yeah, I definitely think it's all in how she said it. Again, like, I'm so big on it's all in how you say things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, with black men, 
like I I don't I I've never cared when you know you date outside your race. I just can't stand when you put down your own race exactly and think that it's okay. Yeah, to date like I can't tell you how many times I've heard I don't like dating black women because y'all got attitudes. I wonder why I got an attitude because mm-hmm. of comments like that. Mm-hmm. And that like that is my problem. Yeah, like there there's it, it really just. It really just goes down to like preference. Everybody has a fucking preference. Everybody has a preference. And um, yeah, when you say things like that, you know, oh, I don't date black women because they have an attitude. What does that say about you? Exactly. And you were, you know, you 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 were raised by a a black woman and you have a mother. You have a grandmother. You have an aunt, a sister, a cousin. Like, it's just mind-boggling to me right that people are still so ignorant in that way in 2019 and i I think it also goes down to like latina women and like black women or honestly women of color like all of their experiences are different Mm -hmm. so you can't compare and say one is better than the other absolutely nobody is better than anybody else because there's something with every race right yeah bottom line like there is literally something with every race no matter how you flip the fucking pancake like yeah that's just that's really like just what it is and i just i really hate to see that when i see men saying that like they like they just don't like they it's almost like they don't like their own race Mm -hmm. which makes me question like do you like being a black man Mm -hmm. like that that's kind of that's like my next step so like okay you don't like dating black women like dating black women do you like being a black man then Mm -hmm. it's like it's so many things behind that and with sin I, i just i think it's i don't think she meant harm by it but mm-hmm. i can see how it would be offensive yeah um yeah it could be her personal experience and it's something that she should needs to do be- to be- do better in learning yeah because you're about to raise a black child yes and you know and a lot of the times too it's you know um i can speak for you know my culture and a lot of hispanic latina women are very racist towards black women yeah you know yeah they go and date these black men but they don't do nothing they don't do anything for black women yeah you're just taking i also think sometimes it's a little bit of a double standard because the same way that she said that Mm -hmm. is the same way when you see uh, a lot of black women they're like um well, you know, you should go date Tom because he'll treat you better than Taekwon. Like, you know, <laughs> and like, it's like shit like that. So it's like, what's different than what she said? Because we say it too. Okay. So it's I like, I like to be fair. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, yeah, what she said is wrong too, but don't, don't act like we don't say that. Because mm-hmm. I see a, a shitload of memes like that. You'll yeah. see a black girl with a white man and it's it's there's comments like that I so think that was a meme circling circling yeah around not too long <laughs> yes. ago. It was a meme like leave taekwondo for tom like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like so it's like let, let's be fair like are y'all really gonna come from her yeah. come for her knowing that we say the same shit yeah now do you think it's also going back tying it back to social media just how like you know it, we, it's this platform that we just have the you know we feel like we have the right to like cancel and just come after everybody and anybody because it's so easy accessible to just go on twitter and bash somebody i think it is like quick. honestly and I, f- I feel like people get on social media and they talk because they like just hearing themselves talk mm-hmm. like i see so many comments under like the shade room baller alert shade king like all of these shade king yes yeah, like another one <laughs> 
then it's like the comments that people make it's like do you know what the hell you are saying yeah like did you really think about this before you hit send or you just say fuck it yeah i'm gonna send it i'm gonna just send it i'm gonna just send it not even know what i'm really talking about <laughs> or did you send it think like did is was this like a thought out like response yeah and it's like that's the world with social media too it's like people think that they could just cancel people all the time just for any little thing for any like like, they exactly yeah yeah that whole cancel culture it's just like we cancel anybody anybody and anything chocolate milk yeah right like (laughs) like, come on (laughs) like it's just it's too much it is too much like every yeah social media twitter instagram it's just so easy to just go ahead and cancel anybody anything like it puts the battery in their back because it's like Who's going to check them? Yeah. You're dealing with social media bullies. Mm-hmm. Who probably some of them like. That, and, that, you know, that's another thing, too, because it's just like these are probably some of the people who have like. I, I, you almost want to say like the lowest like self-esteem, like they damn they just have nothing better to do. Yeah. Some people, especially. Yeah. The biggest bullies on social media, people trolling, but like trolling. Yeah. For real, for so real. it's like. It's, I'm gonna bring you down with me. Yeah, and I I think that's that's the mindset that social media like feeds on, Mm -hmm. and you see it all the time. But it's like I did I did see that comment, but I feel like a lot of things are case by case, and with that, it's like let's be fair. Yeah, like I've I've honestly heard worse from black women, and I'm not saying that what she said was okay, but I'm also not saying that what black women is saying is okay because. Mm -hmm. Now you hate black men. Mm-hmm. Your father's a black man. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a whole thing about being fair and, you know. It's who, that double standard. Yeah, we have, I mean, we're human, right? We have yeah. tons of double standards and we're always going back and forth. And, you know, it's just a, you I can't, know. you can't be fair all I the know. time. It was just our nature to be biased sometimes. Yeah. And I say petty. Yeah. <laughs> or to, you know, what we're going to stand up for. Exactly. That's that's just who we are as humans. Yeah. And I think now I guarantee you had this had this interview with Sin come out years ago, it may not have been that big of a deal, but because we're in such a like a Black Lives Matter and like that kind of thing, people are really like Yeah. Di- people are really like digging. I think it's because of social media because you yeah. have that power to, you know, you know, put her on blast and yeah. it goes viral. Yeah. And I think I think it's a good and a bad thing because I think, like we just spoke about, you have to check people, mm-hmm. but don't be nasty too. Yeah. And also remember the things that, again, you know, with the double standard, I know it's like hard, but you have to think about it. Like, what are some of the things that you said that probably wasn't right? Yeah. So it's like check people, but also keep yourself in mind. Right. Check which yourself. I don't think a lot of people do. Yeah, it's true. Like, everybody got to hold themselves accountable. Absolutely. At the end of the day. Yeah. Like, let's just be fair and call Mm -hmm. a spade a spade. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's my take on her. (laughs) I still love her. She's funny. I think she's grown as a person, like, from when she first hit the scene to now. Yeah. uh, You could could see a change in her. Mm Mm-hmm. And... I, I, you know, I read a bit of her response and I respect it. She owned up to it. She was yeah. never trying to say, oh, I never said that. You know, yeah. she said that she was ignorant in a sense and she shouldn't have said it. Move on. Yeah, I know. I like I, I feel like, you know, 
especially when you have a platform like that like she has a lot of followers a lot of people you know yeah which i don't necessarily understand why we follow (laughs) you know i think she's funny yes right you know i like her videos when she's dancing and acting crazy like on instagram but i don't i don't know also it's like where did we give these you know people the power to have so much influence over yeah you know people's lives when you don't do anything yeah like you know not talking about sin specifically but yeah. you know it's I'll, a whole culture with that's like crazy to say that instagram is a culture yeah but and i can't even pinpoint as to when that started because it really just kind of spread like wildfire to be honest i know well i yeah i can't remember when instagram started but i know i had one i just never went on it i just yeah. never i like had an instagram i never put pictures and then all of a sudden like you know, i think people, reality tv yeah, I think I honestly feel like the whole love and hip hop started that because mm. I feel like when Mona Scott had that first love and hip hop and like Chrissy, Emily B, I feel like around that time is when this all kind of started. Yeah. And then like, I feel like it just took off from there. And and we wanted to know their lives. And yeah. That's whole shade room and like exactly all gossip and all that stuff. I really I think that's when it all started. And yeah. I just don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. Right. And that's just where it is. But I saw a tweet um, the other day where it said, I unfollowed the shade room for starting 2019 hashtag self care. And I'm like, I couldn't relate to that so much better. That's true. I unfollowed the shade room so long ago. It's been over a year. Yeah. That I don't follow them. And it's just so nice to not see their billion a billion posts from them. Yes, they post like 10 posts a fucking day. I'm like, I can't look <laughs> at this anymore. And with them, it's like, so I'll, I'll like, I'll unfollow them and then somebody will send me something and I end up following them again. Yeah. <laughs> and they post a lot of bad and sometimes they post good. Mm-hmm, they do. But then it's like, some of their things, it could be like a regular picture. Like, let's say it could be a regular picture of me and you. They put the shadiest fucking <laughs> caption and it's like, okay, the now sh- I remember why I unfollowed you to begin with because that was just like. Yeah, because it, it's clicks. Right. Or you like, know. you know, one of the things that I hate that they do. Okay, so they'll have like two celebrities wearing the same outfit. They're like, who wore it better? Yeah, I who hate Who fucking that. cares who wore it better? Yeah, they both rocked it. Exactly. Let's leave it who at that. Who cares? And then like, this is why people feed on this shit. Yes. This is exactly why. And then you just see the craziest comments like in the, you know, under the picture. And it's like, you guys are feeding such a negative culture. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's it's really sickening. Yeah. It is really sickening. It is. I mean, but and all this started back with tabloid magazines too. Yes. Like us, I would. I don't even know them. Like Star, or I don't whatever. Even remember. Yeah, I don't even remember either. But I remember when like, weren't they at Page? Yeah. Like there was a whole bunch of like tabloid <laughs> magazines lying around. Yeah. And like anywhere that or like you know where you get your nails done, the salon. There's always tabloid magazines lying around, and you always see the celebrity gossip. Before there was Instagram, there yeah. was those magazines, and there was. There was also the section who wore it best, and yeah. Jessica Alba did. You know, it's like and you know, I think you know what. Now that I, now that you say that, I just I feel like these like trolls and the people that love to troll and say like these comments. I think they were always there. They just didn't have a platform to speak on. Yeah, because with a magazine, like you can't you can't comment on that. Yeah. Like you, you pick up the magazine, and go about your business. Yeah, but now you have a platform where you could talk your shit, mm-hmm. and they love it. Yeah. For whatever reason right because i just can't imagine like 
I see a lot of shit that I don't like on my timeline daily. I don't have enough energy in me to sit there and comment. Yeah. I'm going to just keep scrolling. Yeah. And go about my business. I only comment on my friends' pictures. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if I don't like Heart it, I'm emojis. Just like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> heart emojis. Right. You get like, a heart. You get a heart. <laughs> <laughs> you all get hearts. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. It's just things like these just bring out the worst in people. I know. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. crazy. All right. On the positive side. I know. <laughs> <laughs> on the positive side, um, I went to this event last night. It was um, by, she goes by Native Folk mm-hmm. on Instagram. Regina, her name is Regina. She's actually friends with Lisa. Lisa knows everybody. She knows Shout out to Lisa. For real. <laughs> She's like social butterfly. I know. And like, she is a, a celebrity. Right. <laughs> a mini celebrity. She knows everybody. <laughs> Um, but it was about um, period, how, like, you know, pe- it was a period talk. So it was really cool because there was so much that I learned. Um, I, um, I've i been getting really bad cramps um, recently, yeah. you know, as of maybe a year ago um, when, I, when I get my period and um, they've been heavier and heavier. And there was also alternative things that I wanted to try, but I just wasn't aware of or didn't know of because um, I, I use, you know, a regular off the CVS, you know, yeah. whatever brand, whatever's on sale, honestly, yeah. I'll buy. And, um, and there was so much information that they gave out and there were so many women that were using the Thinks panties. Mm-hmm. And I've been wanting to try that, but I'm also scared yeah. because I'm like, does it leak? But there were so many women there that like tried it yeah. and they have different um, sizes and they, they've all had great experiences with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, like I'm hearing this re- like live. It's not like a YouTube re- like, you know, review where yeah. you know, people could be getting paid for it. Um, like these were actual women that were sitting right next to me across from me talking about it and they've all had amazing things to say. So that's something that I want to try. Yeah. And also going more and using organic and um, organic um, tampons. For yeah. Pads. Yeah. Um, I also saw that they were sponsored by Honeypot. Yeah. I love that. I feel like I told you about them a minute ago. I didn't Maybe. go into detail on um, with them. I love them. Um, I remember. And I, I, I tried just, it. I love like I love I love their stuff. Um, there's also another brand. It's like uh, and they're black owned. Yes, they are. Um, it's another one. It's called like L dot. But basically, just using anything like cotton. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a video, and it was actually a black man that did it. Uh huh. And he was breaking apart. Um, like like the Kotex pads, and he was showing like what's really in it, and he was just like. This is what, you know, our mothers, our sisters, our daughters are using. And it's linked to, uh, like, fibroids and, like, all of these, like, different things. Uh And it was just so interesting for him as a man to even be interested in investing in something like that. And the video, it was was very interesting um, to use. Um, I see that. I have to find it. I have to find it and send it to you. But um, I, I, I love Honeypot. I love their stuff. I love it. So I was so the one of the girls that was there um, yesterday, um, she because uh, we all were supposed to bring like what we use to manage our periods, mm-hmm. and she brought um, like a th- the a case of honeypot mm-hmm. um, pads, and I was like, oh, she was talking about it, how much she loves it because it has like it has like natural herbs mm-hmm. and like teas. Yeah. So and it smelled really good. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I gotta buy like I want to buy that. I want to try yeah, it. Yeah, Target. She, and she gave me one, and I and I um, tried it last night and. 
amazing really i love it like so it has like have you tried it i'm not like big on like scented stuff it's, i it, think that's yeah, why i'm not big on scented stuff either because i hate scented tampons and i yeah. hate scented pads i think they're gross yeah but um this one um the scent wasn't overpowering it okay. was it didn't smell like flowers yeah it smelled like a tea okay and you put it on and it has like this cooling sensation oh, wow. yeah so it just and I get really, really bad cramps. Yeah. So this really helped. It was. You, no, I have. I have. Because you know what? I, I was using Honeypot and then I stopped because I found, um, well, another brand because it was cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> it's called L-Dot. Uh-huh. And you literally get like, how many? It's like 48 pads for like $7. What? You get it at Target and it's like this huge bag, but it's another like organic cotton based brand. Yeah. That's what I want to start using more. More like organic, natural yeah um, base brands and um you literally notice a difference yeah i want to i want to do because i i don't like sleeping with a tampon i like yeah. sleep with a pad and um i think i'll probably buy the honey pot but even one. like if you go to cvs they have like their no name brand mm-hmm. but it's cotton oh i haven't seen those yeah okay. i like always like look for those because like in my cvs they don't like have shit up there mm-hmm. but like if i can't go to target i'll go there and like they have their cotton brand okay and it's just it's like generic but it's cotton yeah it's nothing, you know, like chemicals mm-hmm. or anything like that. So yeah. I make sure I always look for that. Yeah. No, it was it was a pretty fun. And there was so much that I learned um, just like on every like all these kind of products that people use, like the Diva Cups, which I'm still kind of I, yeah. I don't I personally wouldn't use it just because I would be so uncomfortable. Yeah. And very self-conscious about it. Like even though like the a few of the women that were there they they use not the diva cup but something similar to a diva cup mm-hmm. um and they've had great experiences with it but i just personally would feel very self-conscious all the time and like having to go to the bathroom every three yeah. minutes to see if like oh did it leak did it leak even though maybe it didn't i yeah. would just so, be so scared and also the thought about like taking it out and yeah. cleaning it it's just such a process that I I can't do it. Like, it's just too messy for me. It's just me. too messy for me, exactly. And maybe it's not. I have no idea. But I just don't even want to. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to deal with it. I know. I just stick to what works for me. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with it. I'm too scared. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos to the ones that try it. I just. Yeah. I kind of. I guess like I figured out like what works for me. So exactly. like I'm just not really. It's all what I don't works really want to f- try anything new. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. I just do be mindful try. of what you're putting in your body. Exactly. But I do want to try the things panties because I heard so many good things about that. Yeah. So I definitely want to try that. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious. Yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. And I saw Lisa there, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> this girl goes everywhere. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, what yeah. else? What else is new? I think that's it for... <laughs> 2019 so far in our second week (laughs) i know second week it's just us us today um but we have so much going on in the future we're gonna have so many more exciting guests that we're really you know happy about um a lot of different topics that we want to cover and um new things we want to try to within the podcast and a future event that we are hosting in the spring so (laughs) we (laughs) are planning it now it's gonna happen we're very excited for it um and i mean so many fun things are gonna happen in 2019 for sure we have a lot of things that obviously you're not gonna speak on right now but that are gonna be really good yeah we're gonna make you sweat 
facts. <laughs> Make myself sweat, honestly. I'm planning it. Like, my underarms are sweaty already. I think about it. <laughs> All the logistics. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't, you just lost me with that. That doesn't sound fun. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm excited. Guys. Thank you so much for listening to us and um, being a part, you know, of our little community. And if you guys can, you know, go ahead and rate us um, on iTunes, that would be amazing. It would help us. Um, and we love, love, love all the support that you guys are providing. We love all our, you know, all our friends, all our listeners, uh, everyone that follows Collective Shades. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's it for today. And catch we'll us be next back. time. Yeah, catch us next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. You guys just caught another episode of Girls We Know in partnership with Listening Party. The creators of Family FN follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Bye. Toodles. <laughs>